Happy Tag Tuesday. How are you? Well, let's start with this. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. <laughs> we're still getting used to our new intro. Just in case you didn't know, we're two average girls. We're two average girls, and we're glad to have you with us. Yes, we are. It's 2023, a new year, and the same us. I guess. We're still here. Yeah. We're still having fun. I think you need a little bit closer to the mic. Okay. There you go. We are, we're in a precarious position, a little bit. We're in a hotel room yes, we in are. Las Vegas, Woo-hoo. and we brought uh, our mics with us. So we're trying to, Denise is grabbing a fluffy pillow and trying to get that microphone action just right. It's, <laughs> it very, a lot of it's very odd here. Yeah. What? It's just being in this room and doing this. It yeah. doesn't make sense. I'm guessing that there hasn't been a lot of podcasts recorded in Las Vegas in a hotel room. That's not what they do in hotel rooms in Las Vegas. The opposite of that, especially two girls fully clothed, <laughs> completely in like sweaters and pajama bottoms. Sure. That's who we are. Denise has the most adorable pajama bottoms on you've ever seen. They, they're Monopoly uh, money and mm-hmm. cards. They're adorable. It's one of my favorite things, actually. So next time we do a favorite things, I'm going to talk about these pajamas. Oh, I thought playing Monopoly was one of your favorite things. No. I used to love that, though, as a kid. You did? Oh, I loved it. Oh, my gosh. I love setting up the board. Oh, yeah, sure. Organizing and, it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I always wanted to buy the park place. Sure. And, you know, you you just do it. Who? What, what little character were you as your piece? Usually the dog. Oh, of course you were the dog. I like the dog. I also like the shoe. Yeah, the shoe was, the shoe was good. I was always... I was always a thimble for some reason. That seems like... Because I could stick it on my pinky finger. Oh. I thought that was fun. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, this these are the things you, you hold on to when you're the youngest wow. of, of three. Tell you a little bit about yourself. I don't know what <laughs> is happening, but that's what it was. Well, we drove out to Las Vegas for the home show. Mm-hmm. We do this twice a year, and we always have a lot of fun. Yeah. Number one, we haven't seen each other in a while, so it's about a four and a half hour drive getting here and for about three and a half hours we talk non-stop just so everybody knows all the problems are solved and the world is going to be fine you're all good you're all, we're all in good hands now <laughs> Anna and Denise have figured it all out oh my goodness we do a lot of um talking about our problems we do a lot of talking about the world's problems yeah we listen to some really good podcasting. Oh my goodness. We actually listened to YouTubing this time. But she was a podcaster, but I think, is she a podcaster? No, she's not on podcast. Oh, she's not it's podcasting. It's called 10 to Life. Okay, 10 to Life, like yep. 10 years to life. Yep, 10 to Life. And she's only on YouTube. So you don't have to watch her. I mean, you just turn on YouTube and you can just listen. But man, she was good. The topic matter, Denise just threw me into the deep end, which I appreciate. <laughs> I, I only so want to be thrown into the deep you end. You are so in for anything. Whatever. Listen, when I'm it down. comes to crime, you have no problem. Mm-mm. You're the helter-skelter queen. I am. But it was a really disturbing 
uh, topic matter, but this girl was very well researched. And uh, so anyway, we can recommend that 10 to life. It yeah, was good. I think it's I think it's well worth it. She does all kinds of crimes, not just the big profiled ones. No, this was a crime that I had never heard of. It took place in Oklahoma, Tech, Kansas, Louisiana, Louisiana, Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a couple, you know, that's always interesting when there's a husband and wife team. Per, you know, there was some perversion going on, lots of perversion, lots of bad decisions, lots of really bad things. But the the bottom line was it kept us busy for about an hour and then we were talking about it for another half an hour afterwards. As we tried to get off the freeway and then found ourselves on the wrong end of town. Yes. Las Vegas is a bit of a mess. <laughs> I think what's happened partially is, th- I mean, road construction aside, there's nothing you can do about road construction. No. It just is going to happen. But I the people who are done with the COVID shutdowns this is the only thing I can equate it to is that they people are are reacting in such a way that it's like not only am I not going to stay inside I'm going to behave in a way that I would have never done previous to this so here I go I think people literally have lost their minds we keep talking about there's a lot and you see you see it on the news you hear about it in the tabloids we listen to it on 10 to life there are some crazy crap going on with people and it really comes out you know what happens in vegas stays in vegas Mm -hmm. that seems to be the mantra for people here anyway yeah so today one of the things that we decided to talk about is a topic that we kind of just like decided to do a long time ago and just never have right and it was about things that maybe you didn't know so we're calling this did you know (laughs) this episode did you know um, but I started thinking about it. So apropos to be here in Las Vegas because did you know that every time we come to Las Vegas, I learn something new? Okay, like what? What do you mean? Well, last time we were here, because we come every six months, yeah. it was the summer. Yeah. We always stay at the same place. Mm-hmm. We stay at the Cosmopolitan. It just happens to be kind of centrally located, easy on, easy off a of freeway. We know our way around here. And it's kind of, we just know this this hotel. So mm-hmm. it just makes it easy. Mm-hmm. But when you get here, and every hotel is the same pretty much, this might be a little bit more party-ish, younger party vibes here. I'm not sure. It's I not like Caesars. What... I, it's, it's a little different. I don't know what the other hotels look like. I don't, I can't imagine it would get worse than what we've seen here. No, but we get in here and we're old and we're white. So we don't really... And we're from Orange County, so we don't really get around. But last time we were here, do you remember? It was like everybody was in a bathing suit when we got here. What? Not just a bathing suit, but the most risque bathing suit you could imagine in the lobby, just hanging out. Did you know that when people come to Las Vegas, uh oh, women, yeah, specifically, okay, don't look in the mirror before they leave their hotel room. Apparently, how do you? Oh. (laughs) You just made that up based on what you'd seen in the lobby. I I get you now. And you couldn't be more accurate. I mean, we got here last time and I was like, oh, that's a cover up. However, it's covering nothing up and I'm seeing nipple. I mean, (gasps) (laughs) you're allowed to say that, aren't you on here? (laughs) But I was just so shocked. I'm sorry. I screamed. Um, no, there was the word nipple makes you scream. No, like that. Just stop saying it. <laughs> stop using that word. There was so much bare skin, and people who are of all shapes and sizes 
and let's just leave it at that well you know the rule of a nude beach is there's never anyone there that you want to see nude the people who are sort of willing to just put it out there are really never the people that you want to see putting it out there no No. there was a lot of thong bikinis did you also know that when people go to las vegas they seem to not care about what they say and do I've noticed that and I've noticed this time especially that there are packs of men running around together yeah you made a comment about that I didn't really notice but you noticed it and then you and I both had the same thought which that can't be good no very badly behaving men in fact when we left the restaurant today to come tonight to come up to our room I saw three different packs of men and they were cheersing and raising a glass and everyone was already drunk and it's 7 30 at night on a Sunday on a Sunday night they were there's a lot of drinking happening and I think the more drunk men you get together the less brain power there is it (laughs) it dips down yeah that's just there's a lot you can learn in Vegas a lot of what not to do um a lot of people go do you you go to Vegas you love it I mean we don't do anything but go to the home show and we eat really good food and come back to our room and watch Netflix yeah so that's all we've been watching yeah it's 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 a little boring but that's who we are we're boring we're boring we're pretty boring so do you want to start us off with did you know okay sure um my did you know facts come mostly from bestlifeonline.com okay i wow. just want to give credit give a shout where credit's out. due give a shout out um and this was published some of these things were published in 2020 okay so i don't think anything's changed since then no. on their the, facts did you know their facts yeah. so um actually did you know that grapes light on fire in the microwave <laughs> no why would they light on fire well back in 2011 i'm glad you asked thanks a physicist at um the university of sydney went viral after he placed a grape in the microwave and filmed the fiery aftermath and oddly enough science oddly enough science science mm-hmm. how's it going start, she hasn't been drinking let's start all. again okay and oddly enough scientists couldn't explain the phenomenon until quite recently a march 2019 study published in in proceedings of the national academy of sciences reported that the fruity fireball occurs as a result of loose electrons and ions that cluster to form plasma when grapes get hot that's what i was going to say Oh, I would have guessed that exact totally. thing. Totally. When you're talking what? about, of course, when you're talking about uh, loose electrons. Well, you can't just have them roaming around anywhere, especially in a microwave. Especially around an ion. <laughs> if you leave anything in the microwave long enough, it's not going to catch on I don't know, fire. but I wanted to try this. Why didn't you? Well, because I didn't want my microwave to get No, ruined. you don't want to burn your microwave. And I didn't want to like start the whole house on fire. The funny thing is, though... You would not have an occasion to put a mic to put a grape in a microwave. It's not a common item anyway. So I can see how maybe it's something we didn't know. You know, it just reminded me too. Have you ever been like somewhere where like usually when I'm camping, you're lighting a lot of stuff on fire, right? Always, yeah. And we went out on a lot of campouts with the girls, and even with my own family. Did mm-hmm. you know that if you light a Dorito on fire, mm-hmm. if you light one like with a match, it will actually like light on fire? Really? Yeah. Is it some of those ions and protons? I or? think it's a bunch of the chemical <laughs> crap that's on that thing. <laughs> you know, the nacho cheese just lights on fire. Let's go ahead and eat more. Yeah. Eat more Doritos. It's really good for you. Okay, are you ready for mine? Sure. Did you know? Okay, what is your, what is the thing 
that we eat in California. Avocados. That's right. Oh, I was you gonna guessed say that. it. I was going to say that or sushi. No, avocados. Yeah, it's always it's a thing, and it's kind of a joke to other people, like in different places, like the whole guacamole. Do you want guacamole with that? Yes, please. That'll be a dollar extra. Thank you, Chipotle. I know. I don't we care. always know that it's extra. Just give it to me. Just put it on the plate. Avocados are, in fact, a fruit and not a vegetable. I did know that. You did know that? I did know that. Okay, well. The reason I, I think that, and I could be wrong, but fruits have inner seeds. That's right. It's technically considered a single-seeded berry. Oh, I didn't know that. An avocado is a berry. It's, it's a single like a grape. Berry. I wonder if you put it in the microwave, if it would explode and ter- no, get on fire. No, there's no way. There's no way it has the same makeup as a grape. I just, no. But thank you for trying to like, you know, unite our two did you knows. What, I know, I know your favorite fast food probably, well, what is your favorite fast food restaurant? Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. Mine, a long time ago, and it probably still is one of my favorites, I don't very rarely go there okay it's mcdonald's okay love mcdonald's right okay what is something that you love about mcdonald's if you had to go there well they have the best soda mix they seem to do have that yes okay um and then if i'm gonna order food i've been on a big chicken mcnugget oh really bend yeah Ooh, i would get the fries oh oh the fry oh i'm sorry you're absolutely 100 percent correct the i mean fries that's why are, i go there the fries are better than any other fry i will fight you <laughs> Yes. If you want to talk about fries. No, me too. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, you know, I wouldn't choose a McDonald's hamburger, but I would choose a fry over any other fry. 100%. Something really delicious. But mm-hmm. did you know that, I don't know when this was, but I'll tell you actually. Okay. Um, that once McDonald's created bubblegum flavored broccoli. No. Nope. Did you hear me right? Nope. Bubblegum flavored broccoli. In when the I first read s- this, I kept thinking, did I read this wrong? When did they, when, like, does it say when? It says, McDonald's is always introducing new items to their loyal customers, and obviously some are more successful than others. But their bubblegum-flavored broccoli, which the fast food chain developed in 2014. No. As a tastier version of the leafier green for children was a complete failure, as you can imagine. I don't even know how it got onto a menu for it even to be tested well it was one it was in a single area and it was a test menu and it never rolled out to the masses there's no way it said mcdonald's ceo don thompson admitted that kids were confused by the taste oh when you eat broccoli you expect the taste of broccoli there's nothing about it except for cheese that is going to make it change change flavors you know what i mean well it's so funny because my friend um Kim Swenson. Sure. Hi, we were Kim. Ta- Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. We were talking about this, not this particular, we were talking about vegetables one time, and she was telling me that her mother, when she was a kid, vegetables tasted so good. Okay. And that she was just like, she asked her mom, Mom, why do the vegetables taste so good? And her mom goes, well, because I used to sprinkle sugar on them. That's why. <gasps> what? <laughs> Now, if you really want to get your kids to eat some broccoli, Yo. you might want to sprinkle a little sugar on it. That's fascinating. It isn't it fascinating? It's a She's way- like, no wonder my broccoli never tasted good. I never thought about putting sugar, sugar on them. Cook them in some sugar water. I mean, I'd put butter on them. I'd put a little sprinkled cheese on them. Come like you on. She put, yes. That's the best life hack I've ever heard in my life there you go ah hats off to kim swenson's uh, mother that's right that she's the greatest clearly okay um in my family 
my son and I are obsessed with the country of Switzerland. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He loves fondue. <laughs> <laughs> you love Swedish fish? <laughs> Swedish fish. That's meatballs. That's Sweden. Oh. Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> it started with an S and it's in Europe. I was close. <laughs> I literally, all I heard was Sweden. It's Switzerland. Oh. I said Switzerland. I know you did know that you said that, but I didn't hear that. I heard Sweden. Okay. So anyway, all things Switzerland are very, it's just, it's, we've been there a few times and it's so clean. It's one of the most beautiful countries I've ever been to. I've never been there. The people are stunning. Swiss Miss. I mean. Coffee. I mean, uh, hot chocolate. Hot cocoa girl. No, just kind of beautiful sort of olive skin. Oh, really? And blonde hair. And the men are beautiful. The women are, everyone's beautiful. Yeah. The scenery is beautiful. Anyway. Now, as an animal lover, you're going to like this story a lot. It is illegal in Switzerland to own just one guinea pig. You have to own, you have to have more? That's dangerous. No. It's considered animal abuse if you only have one because they are such, such social animals and they will get lonely. So you buy them in pairs and problem solved. You can't just purchase one guinea pig. What? You didn't know? I didn't know. Now you know. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. I think guinea pigs are so weird. Uh, we have a friend who has a pet guinea pig. His name is Carlos. And but he's only by himself. He's by himself because That's a they're abusive. Well, they're American. Um, so Americans don't care about We guinea don't guinea care pigs. about the guinea pig situation. But they actually planted this cute little organic herb garden for Carlos. At, and the food is just for him. It's, you know, these little things that they learned. Does that, he grow? Does he like roam that? backyard no 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 he has to be put in a safe place because there's coyotes and different things sure. a dog a cat could take down a guinea pig so but they they pull their you know whatever their veggies are that they've grown for him and they feed him and he's like the most spoiled guinea pig i've ever seen it's so really cute do, are guinea pigs like a social like can you pet it and it yeah. comes up to you and stuff carlos is the only guinea pig i've ever known like in person and he <laughs> carlos. he cuddles Oh. He, you put him on kind of on your shoulder and he'll nuzzle in your neck. Ooh. They're cute. Are they? They're kind of like a, a real rodent version of a rabbit. You know what I mean? Like it's a rodent. It's like a it's like a rat. It is, but it's cute. Yeah. And he's very docile. He just kind of chills and looks around. How and, long do those things live? I don't know, but Carlos is living the best guinea pig life you could live. Even though he's single. He's single and ready to mingle okay maybe we need to get him a friend <laughs> he's loving his life did you know and this might make you feel a little bit better not that you feel bad do about i feel yourself. bad no but okay. sometimes you being a little bit under nourished no under <laughs> the height level of normal <laughs> i am perfectly my height you are perfectly your height and it's it's little it's small it's not very big. how tall do you think i am I think you're five one, girl. How tall are you? I'm five three and a half. Wow, I That's had right. no idea. Well, Thank listen you. to this. Okay. You're even taller. You're taller in the morning than you are at night. I believe that, especially if I've been walking around the Las Vegas market. This is because over the course of the day, your our cartilage compresses and makes us a bit shorter. Okay, like how much? Doesn't say. Okay, just a bit. So you should measure yourself in, in the, the morning, morning and yeah. then at night, and tell me. I'll bet I'm five four in the morning. Maybe you're five three and a half, and then only five one at night. That's why I'm not five one. I know someone who's five one, and she's very short. 
That's very short. I think Jacqueline's like five one or five two. Is she? Well, she's t- she is tiny. That's true. She might be. Okay, I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some measuring. Don't you worry. Um, okay, you know how people say that the idea came to them in the shower. You don't know how people say no, that. No, I thought they just sang in the shower. <laughs> I I mean I know people are just like no I was taking a shower and suddenly it came really? to me. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Well. People are more creative in the shower. When you take a warm shower, you experience an increased dopamine flow, mm. which makes you more creative. Oh. So when you hop in that shower, you might want to think about, like, what have I got going today? I'm going to do that tonight. Problem I have to solving. I take a shower. You do have some things, though, that you need to problem solve for tomorrow. True. There's some decisions that need to be made about different <clears throat> things that we saw at the market that sure. we're like, okay, we're going to come back tomorrow. We're going to make a decision on this. So maybe in the shower, you'll get... you'll you'll get a real clear answer as to what it's supposed to be that could be that could be good for me i think it would be you and i were talking about something kind of like this because you just got your hair cut by four inches yeah and it's still long did you know on average hair grows about six inches per year six inches that seems like a lot six inches six inches per year as we age some of these hair follicles stop producing hair which is why hair loss and balding is common in older people okay because you're not producing as much. Absolutely. Six inches a year. Does that seem like a lot to you? It seems like a lot, but my hair grows fast. Does it? But I take those pills, you know, like... What pills? I don't know. The ones from Costco that are like for hair and nails. Hair Viagra? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a blue pill, and I take it every morning. <laughs> Poor Hod. <laughs> All right, we're going back across into not Europe so much but the uk now listen to me closely because i'm gonna i'm gonna throw out a country and i want you to be able to understand the country okay i'm not gonna say the first thing that comes to my mind scotland (laughs) scotland is the country okay what do you want me to think about now no i've already thought of something kilts oh kilts for sure no this bagpipes absolutely can i talk to you about jamie (laughs) frazier from the outlander I need to talk to you about bagpipes for just a second. Okay. If this is off topic. Um, I, I had some friends staying, come to see us in, in Kauai. And we drove over to this very famous lighthouse in Kilauea. Mm-hmm. It's also a, a national refuge for... Lots of birds. Lots of birds. So yes. there's birds everywhere and they're, it's really beautiful. <laughs> so we pull up and as we're sort of walking from the little parking area down to the gated area where you can look over everything we start hearing this noise and we're looking around and pretty soon our eyes fall upon just this very standard looking woman playing bagpipes really she's playing bagpipes bagpipes over the ocean to the animals and there was no discernible way of knowing what song she was actually playing it was bad bagpipe playing maybe she's practicing well you know me you had to go ask i walked up to her in between songs which i only knew that because she just stopped playing so i walked over there and i'm like hi and i introduced myself she was from uh cleveland and she had learned to play the bagpipes four years ago hmm. and she was alone when she got to the kilauea lighthouse and she had brought with her her traveling set of bagpipes 
and was over there. What is what does a traveling set look like? Are they smaller? It seemed to be smaller, and it wasn't very colorful or interesting looking. It was like a black bag, mm-hmm. and then the pipes were just kind of a plain wood. Mm-hmm. Um, she's over there just going to town. That's interesting. Well, she. <laughs> Sorry sweet sweet person that she was she was really kind and i was trying to be nice i was just like great congratulations on picking up a new sport yeah. or whatever uh she's sport. she's you mean an instrument an instrument she was a musical person she played the flute or something like that and i played the flute growing okay. up there you go maybe i could play the bagpipes maybe the flute is like a gateway instrument instrument to into bagpipes. bagpiping um i do love bagpipes when played well, yes. they're glorious. They are beautiful. When played poorly, you know it. Well, it's like anything. Well, you know, I love a cello. Oh, sure. But you hear that. Oh, that's oh. a problem. So she finally, she said, I've been out here for, you know, like a half hour. And when I first came here, I was alone. And now there's all these people. I'm feeling a little self-conscious. And I'm like, don't, don't. If this just is Just keep going. Just keep playing. I was being encouraging, even though I was like, this is really a bad bagpipe. And what playing. was Warren Owens saying? Warren Owens was staying as far away from the situation <laughs> as possible. Because he knows I will walk up to randos and just be like, hey, what's up, bagpipe girl? Exactly. What are you doing? I had to know. So she finally, not finally, she... That was her last song. She put her bagpipes away and got in her rental car and drove away. No word of a lie. Flocks of birds returned to the area. <laughs> so she was keeping the birds away. They didn't want anything to do with those bagpipes. They scared. Sorry, they scared. sweet girl they from were Cleveland. Scared. They were scared. So, okay. So now we're back to Scotland. Let's go back to Scotland. And it has absolutely nothing to do with uh, bagpipes. But instead, their national animal. Do you know what the national animal is of Scotland? I don't... Do we have a national animal of the United States? I mean, each state has an animal. The California bear. No idea. But I don't know that we have a national animal. The eagle. Oh, it's a ball... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, no. It's happening. <laughs> this is where I lose my mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Cut all of that. <laughs> Aiden, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. I said I didn't know. And then I'm like, wait, I think it might be the bald eagle. Not sure. <laughs> Just a guess. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. I got to move on. I can't. So I, I can't dwell on that. So you the, need to tell me the story. I, I'm going to. Oh. The national, the national, <laughs> I'm moving back to Scotland. The national animal of Scotland. Do you have any idea what it might be? It's a bird. No. Oh. It's a rodent. No. One more guess. The reason I'm saying that, I was like thinking it's like some kind of beaver kind of thing. Why would you think that? I don't know. The first thing I thought when I was reading this was it's some sort of Loch Ness monster. Oh. Because that's where he supposedly lives is in Loch Ness. Scotland, no, it's even more bizarre. The unicorn, yeah, is the national animal of Scotland. It was chosen because of its connection with dominance and chivalry as well as purity and innocence in Celtic mythology. There you go. Now you know. Okay. So it's not a real it's not a real animal. Their national animal, unlike ours, which is the bald eagle, as you know, is <laughs> which is a very, very majestic animal. Right. They went all the way back to their mythology days and they chose the unicorn. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think it's kind of cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's not a real animal. So rainbows and unicorns are real. In Scotland, they are. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, did you know, and we'll talk about something else that is, well, it's, we'll just go. <laughs> okay. Did you know that um, Santa Claus was given an official pilot's license? Oh, when was that? 1927. Oh, so he's had it for a while. Yes, he has. Okay. When Santa, I mean, he was driving illegally before. He was flying illegally. Well, I don't know in the 20s if they, did you need a pilot's license? or it's like I think if, there wasn't as much traffic No, if you're there. brave enough to get into one of those things. I mean, in the 20s. Go. Were they flying? Orville and Wilbur Wright flew that plane. What year? 1903. Wow. Mm-hmm. You didn't know about the Eagle, but you knew about the Wright brothers. I can give you Wright brothers facts left and <laughs> right. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no, that was the first powered aircraft or first airplane wow. was in December of, of 1903. Bald eagles fly also, by the way. That, I was just going to say that. So does, <laughs> so does Santa Claus. Santa. When Santa Claus makes his trip around the world on Christmas Eve, you can rest assured that his he is legally allowed to drive his, drive his sled at least in the United States. Oh, so I a don't U.S. Know, pilot's license. Yes, as he goes important. across the you know the other areas if it's okay. In 1927, the jolly man in red the jolly man in a red suit was given a pilot's license from the Assistant Secretary of Commerce for Aer- Aeronautics, William P. McCracken. Oh, thanks. According to the Library of Congress. The old saint called at the Commerce Department in Washington, and when he arrived, his picture was taken, and he was given his license, airway maps, and an assurance that the lights would be burning on the airways all through Christmas Eve. That's kind of cute. It is cute. I'm glad he's legal, though. We don't want any illegal fall draw with Santa Claus. That jolly man needs to... Make he, sure he's doing it all right. Well, and he needs, he's, he doesn't have time. He's no. got, he can't be pulled over or stopped by the FAA. True. Um, okay. Another one of my favorite, my sort of my secret favorite things, so much so that I had a friend one time give me a coffee table book called Tinder Nightmares. I love Tinder stories. Really? Uh, yes. It's one of my favorites because it's, it was one of the first real public online apps where sure. you could get a hookup and maybe find a date or whatever. I say hookup, but that's not fair because I actually know two people who have gotten married from Tinder dates. Really? They weren't hookups. They were literally looking for a date. I think, and we've talked about this a little bit just off mic and just in conversation, that when you, especially now after COVID. Yeah. Everybody that you meet that's younger mm-hmm. and even older, if you were divorced or, you know, you, where were you going to meet somebody unless it's online? Right. So I think Tinder did start up as a hookup. Yeah. It but probably then did. it's evolved into this is our, this is, this is how we meet people. This is how we meet people. Well, back in our day, where, where did you meet someone? A oh, bar? At through a, bar. a friend? At a church event, at Maybe. a school, at a school party. I mean, now, they weren't going to school. People weren't going to school. No, they were very limited. Social media. I mean, most people, even before Tinder, were meeting on social media. Yeah, sliding into a DM, <laughs> sliding into that DM. <laughs> we were watching actually here in Las Vegas last night. We were watching a Netflix docu series called Breakpoint. Yes, and it's about um, certain pro tennis players, and it sort of follows it's them. Very around. good. If anybody wants to watch it, it I think it's, I'd highly recommend it. It is so well produced. I cannot tell you what they've done is they've taken say a controversial player and they've spun his story so that you really like him the second in the series focuses on a young tennis player i'm sorry i don't know his name but he's an italian kid it's truly 
the most beautiful face you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And he's a tennis player, so he's, you know, he's in really great shape. He met his girlfriend online. He did? That's what he... That's what they said. She's a tennis player, too. Oh, they met online? He said that he contacted her through a social media oh. app. Well, the first one that we watched. Yeah, they the, met online. They met online, and they'd been dating for like two and a half months. Yeah, as when this thing was, yeah, right. when it was recorded. It's so, even the most beautiful, successful people are, are meeting, meeting people. online. Right. Which is, okay, I guess that's kind of the way it's going. I think with those beautiful, successful people, one of the cool things about that is that they can meet average people. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, because if you're only dating people that are in your atmosphere. Right, I'm only, I'm an actor and I only date actresses. Well, it's I'm, like I'm a only playing tennis 10 hours a day. Exactly. Who else are you going to meet? How are you going to meet someone else? No, you got to get online. So Tinder, yeah. there's this great story from 2004. This is, and Tinder... It, it came out with this did you know about tinder and i was yeah. like uh, uh oh this is gonna be great the the way tinder works and i'm sorry for those of you who actually know how it works because i had to do a review on wait <laughs> how does tinder work you can go anywhere in the world so say we're in las vegas and i pull up my tinder app if i'm a i'm a single lady and i see who in my region 10 miles 15 20 miles away is also on tinder and would maybe like to meet me over at the bar and have a drink that's how it works so that's i can so go anywhere scary to me it's a little scary so it's not just like in my neighborhood it's like no i'm in seattle on business i'm gonna get on tinder and see who's 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 popping there so um tinder had a match in antarctica yes really yes two research scientists matched on the tinder app in the most remote part of the world a man working in the United States Antarctic McMurdo Station and a woman camping a 45-minute helicopter away. That's what it says, helicopter ride away. What are the chances? And they got married? No, they just, oh, no, they, just they had a match. Up. They just had a Tinder match. It doesn't even say if they dated. It just says that they, like, they got on their apps at the same time. It was like, well, here's a guy that's, you know, 45 minute helicopter ride away and she's like they yeah. met how could you not maybe they didn't have access to helicopters yeah because that's the only way you're going to get there i'm surprised in antarctica in antarctica you could get your phone to you think internet is spotty in antarctica i would think so it's spotty <laughs> here in las vegas I agree oh my gosh i agree we couldn't get any we couldn't get our directions nope we couldn't get the, the maps there was to like work too many concrete buildings around us yeah too much sin <laughs> that must have been it. It was the sin interrupting our <laughs> our frequency. That's right. Did you know? Tell me. Einstein's brain <gasps> was stolen when he died. No. When Nobel Pri when Nobel Prize winning physicist Albert Einstein passed away on April eighteenth, nineteen fifty five, he left behind specific instructions when it came to the disposal of his body, according to the National Geographic investigation. Einstein did not want his corpse to be worshipped or his brain to be studied. So he instructed those who were responsible for his remains to cremate them and scatter his ashes secretly other in order to discourage idolaters. Idolaters. Like people. Like idolatry. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. People who worship the idol of Einstein's yeah. brain. Yeah. You lunatics. Yes. Yeah. So, however, Thomas Harvey, 
The pathologist on call when Einstein died in New Jersey's Princeton Hospital didn't quite follow those instructions. Oh, brother. Instead, he stole Einstein's brain. From there, things got even weirder. When Einstein's family found out... Oh, that's charming. I know. Think about the family. I know. It's so sad. His son apparently didn't object to the theft, and Harvey was able to keep the brain in two jars in his basement before moving it to a cider box stashed under a beer cooler what i don't understand any of it when i read it (laughs) i was like how disrespectful number one so bad and number two then you disrespect it and then further disrespect it by putting it in a a cider box under a beer cooler sure well that was his thing i mean you're a pathologist Mm. have some respect no I mean, it's Einstein. I get it. Like, I would, if I'm a pathologist, I might want to, you know, study that brain and figure out, let's measure it. Let's see what's, but. I think all of that was done in the autopsy. You don't get to steal it and conduct your own experiments I don't think there was it. an autopsy. I don't, I think he died. Well, I mean, they're, they're, either way, you don't get to take it on your own pathologist. Now no. I'm mad at the pathologist. Yeah, it's weird. Since we were talking about um, sin, sin blocking our internet access yes okay i'm going to tell you about uh did you know about a michigan priest named gerald johnson okay so did not know about him. michigan priest gerald johnson died due to a heart attack okay Mm -hmm. and when he did he found himself in the realm of satan according to cbn the canadian broadcast network gerald is going viral after claiming on tiktok so we got priests on tiktok now (laughs) what are we doing that he died that he went to hell and that he wouldn't wish it on his worst enemy what song was playing while he was there now gerald's not dead he came back to life he died for a a moment went to hell there was music playing in stairway to heaven hell no highway to hell no one more guess rihanna's umbrella what that's <laughs> what he said gerald what was he doing was he dropping acid what was he doing no something's something's wrong i'm just telling you that he claimed to have gone to the after he said i thought i was going upward because i thought <laughs> i'd done so much good in my life and helped so many people and made so many good decisions that were godly decisions but as a po- as opposed to me going up, I went down. I literally went into the center of the earth. Wow. And that's where hell is. I'm wondering what he is holding in to his psyche. Something isn't right with him. <sighs> really? He's... A priest? Never. I know. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> they would never do anything wrong. Uh, moving on. Um, well, we are here at the home show, and we were trying to find wallpaper. Yeah. Looking... Did you know... That bubble wrap was originally invented as wallpaper. What? Yeah. Yes. But the kids just kept walking up to it and popping the bubbles. If you can't wait <laughs> to pop every air-filled pocket. Can you hear that siren? I don't know if, if the listening audience can hear it or not, but we're on the 58th floor, and it's like it's right outside the door. Literally all night long. By the way, there's a lot going on in Vegas that requires siren siren and assistance at two three and four o'clock in the morning anyway if you're hearing that that's what that is if you can't wait to to pop every air-filled pocket the minute you 
you pull a piece of bubble wrap out of the package and I know what they're talking about. Can oh, you absolutely. imagine how irresistible it would be if it was covering your walls? Why? An engineer, Al Fielding, a Swiss inventor. Uh, the Swiss. You know that. Not the Swedes. The Swiss. No. <laughs> and Swiss inventor Mark Chavanis mm-hmm. probably didn't consider that when in 1957... They invented bubble wrap. Nice. While trying to create a textured wallpaper by sealing two shower curtains together to trap in air bubbles. Okay. It's interesting. A That's lot of inventions are made out of... Like from one thing, something else happens. Yes, yeah. something else happens. Like yeah. post-its and that, that type, you know. <laughs> that, that's what it reminded me. But it's so true. I can't. I get bubble wrap now, and I oh. save it for all the grandkids. They love it. They love it. I love it. I love it too. Um, do you know who holds the most Academy Awards? Meryl Streep. No, guess again. Walt Disney. <gasps> How did you know? I just thought about like you who knew. I didn't know. I just thought about it. Denise, the very game you invented, <laughs> you have now mastered. Did you know that Walt Disney holds the most Academy Awards? He won twenty six Oscars over the course of his wow. career and was nominated. 59 times. Wow. I just, it, it kind of hit me, and I don't know if I've heard it before, but I just remembered that, you know, because he, at the time that he kind of came into being in the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot going on. Uh, he kind of paved the way for that type of thing, for right. not only animation, but movie making mm-hmm. and storytelling. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Right. How many did he win? He won 26 and was nominated for 59. Wow. Go Walt. Go. Go Walt. Well, I'm going to take it back a lot farther than that. Okay. I'm going to take it back to the time of Shakespeare. Did you know that Shakespeare invented more than 1,700 words? Okay. Shakespeare wrote some of the most beloved and revered pieces of literature the world has ever known. Okay. But in order to craft his plays and poems, he sometimes resorted to making up his own words. Okay. In fact... The bard is said to have come up with more than 1,700 words, including moonbeam. Really? Laughable. Okay. Eyeball. Eyeball. Which is one of my favorites. What else would you call it? Just an eye? Your eye. That's just my eye? Bump. Oh. B-U-M-P. Okay. Bump. Bump. That's a pretty big word. Puking. What? Champion. I mean, where would the Queen song be if not that if that bedroom. word hadn't been invented? Who? Bedroom. Okay, it was a chamber before that. Excitement. Okay. And zany. Zany. That's just a few of the seventeen hundred he came up with. Just killing it over there, oh Billy Shakespeare. I mean, the greatest. Really? I mean, that's I didn't know that. No, I mean, how would eyeball? Listen, I have a degree in English literature. And you didn't know this. <laughs> I'm here to help you, Thank you become the most knowledgeable person you can. Just want to that. say two words. Bald eagle. <laughs> <Just> stop. <laughs> Why do we have to revisit it? It's a big bird. It's that <laughs> Americans love. Just saying. It's on the money. <laughs> it's on the flags. It's on all kinds of different things. We really love the bald eagle. We absolutely love it. Wow. Anyway, okay. So moving from the most famous poet in the world to probably the best candy, M&M's. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Love me a good M&M. What's your favorite M&M? I like the mint 
Oh, M&Ms. Do you like those? Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Do they're they kind taste... of thicker and bigger than like just the candy standard, dem- standard yeah. candy. Dem- I mean, I've gone through phases. I don't know about you, but when I was a teenager, yeah, I was peanut M&Ms. That's all the way, baby. I couldn't. Oh, you couldn't. That's oh, all I, I could. Ate. I couldn't stop. There you go. Hod just brought home a bag of peanut M&Ms this like two days ago. How'd that go? Um, I got sick in the middle of the night almost. I ate so many of them. I just kept passing by. It's one of those shareable oh, Ziploc yeah. ones. Yep, yep, yep. So it says shareable. Sure. So it means it's shareable. I meant I could have some. Absolutely. Why would you? And I, you know, one at a time. Just, I'm going to take one and go back for like four. And <laughs> go back for a handful. Oh, you just scoop them up. I mean, then I'm just like, oh, yeah. This is how I'm going to live my life. This is going to be great. And then like 15 minutes later, I'm like, why? <laughs> the caramel centers are my big weakness now. Oh, I've caramel never had M&Ms. those. Don't try it. Do they have pretzels in them too? No. I don't like those. Well, they do have yeah. M&Ms that have pretzels. These are just strictly like there's a little dose of caramel on the inside. And oh, yeah, yeah. It's over. Bag's gone. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So anyway, back to the M&Ms. M&Ms are named after the businessmen who created them. But what does the M stand for? Well, Forest Mars, you know the candy maker, the Mars Bar. Mars Bar. Mars Candy, mm-hmm. okay? Forest Mars and Bruce Murray, M-U-R-R-I-E, okay? They did not have a good relationship. Mars leveraged Murray out of his 20% share of the business before it became the biggest selling suite in the United wow. States. Oh, what a jerk. Forest, what's up, buddy? That's gotta be karma. I mean, that's bad. It's such an old company. I don't know whatever happened to both Forrest and Bruce, but it wasn't good. Anyway, that's who M&Ms were named after. That's amazing. Mars and Murray. I didn't know that. There you go. Now you know. I didn't know that. There you know. Um, did you know, well, what's your favorite fruit? Uh, my favorite fruit. Well, let's see. Without getting terribly complicated, you know when Harry uh, and David huh okay what did you just say to me <laughs> when you have to phrase this uh, it's the gonna get complicated it, 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 without getting complicated it means it's complicated i don't it's a love, simple question i don't love fruit oh you're kind of like our our guest who's our guest who hates fruit oh matt matt young matt yeah matt and i had a lot in common that way no i don't i don't love fruit i don't seek it out oh i do no i hate anything with seeds strawberries oh, no my thank you gosh. so harry and david does pears once a year oh, they got that golden that. pear that's the only time i eat a pear and i'll eat all of them wow when they get delivered to my house i'll eat like 10 or 12 of them no problem my favorite fruit though i think it's got to be cantaloupe or a red grape yep mm-hmm. did you know that grapes explode or catch on fire in the microwave yes. i heard that yes yeah i don't know if you knew that yeah i knew that um well i was going to say i love strawberries but it depends on the time of the year yeah. i cannot get i can't get away from eating watermelon almost every single day in the summer oh yeah for sure yeah. love watermelon yeah, yeah yeah so a single watt did you know did you know that a single watermelon once sold for six thousand one hundred and twenty five dollars was there like a diamond encrusted ring inside? I it? don't know, but it kind of reminded me of our pineapple the story, pine- Sarah you know, pineapple, <gasps> about how delicious those white pineapples are and how expensive they are. But they weren't six thousand one hundred and twenty-five. No, but you can see why people would, yes, pay that. Okay. In two thousand eight, a man in Japan bought bought a nearly black <gasps> Densku watermelon oh. for six hundred and fifty thousand yen or six thousand one hundred twenty-five dollars. So it was a special... The model. specialty fruit is only grown on the island of Hoka- uh, Hokkaido. Okay. 
And according to the Japanese agricultural experts in the Los Angeles Times, it is crisp and hard with different levels of sweetness. So much so more than any other watermelon that you're used to eating. Okay. I'm sorry, but there's no way that it's that good. <laughs> okay. There's just no way. Did he eat it? They just said. that. That's what he, okay. Have you ever watched uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Oh, I is kind of a guilty pleasure. Oh, really? I haven't watched it recently because it's on a different streaming oh. channel. I think it's on Hulu. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't watch it because it's not no longer on E. So right. I just it, stopped it, watching it. But I I used to record it and watch it. No. Oh yeah. That's a guilty pleasure. It is a guilty pleasure. There's a, I have others. You should maybe keep those to yourself. Well, you asked, and I didn't want to lie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for asking, but thank you for telling the truth. I mean, I also like me some good housewives. Yeah, you do like the housewives, which I that that I can see over I, keeping up with the Kardashians well, or whatever it's called here's, now. My guilty pleasure for both of those things is simply because I love seeing the clothes they're wearing. Yeah, yeah, and also seeing what their houses look like. Sure, I love all that because I like to see the just everything. It's just fun, yeah, it's right? Like, Boyering. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm it's sure weird. it is. Yeah. It's weird. I've never watched a single episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Really? No, not a single one. Wow. You've never lived. I guess I haven't. And that okay. You're anyway. Fine though. You're 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 turning out fine. Am I? You think well, I'm okay in the world without having seen a single one? Bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Just saying. Kim Kardashian, however, so you're gonna love this information since you're a big fan of the Kardashians has a glam clause in her will. Really? Yeah. It states that if she ever is in a position where she can't get ready herself, she can't communicate, or she's unconscious, someone has to make sure that her hair, nails, and makeup are perfect. Wow. Do you have that clause in your will? Your last will and testament? I think that if I look like that, like <laughs> at the end of my days, my family would be like, who the hell is that? what they do to mom? What do they do to her? She's wearing makeup. <laughs> I mean, I... Part uh -huh. of me, every time I do watch those shows, Housewives included, yeah. is the whole Glam Squad thing. Yesterday, you and I drove to Vegas. And one of the things that we love to do is go out for a good dinner. And we went out to Nobu. Right. That's like our tradition. Yep. It's like we treat ourselves and we kind of go out on the town, right? And our tradition is we come in and we get dressed up. Not dressed up in sparkly, <laughs> high heels, mini skirts. No. We're just saying we just put on a nice pair of jeans and some boots and you know we do our hair we put some makeup, put some on, makeup on and we just kind of try we try a little yeah not a lot but enough so that we feel good right yesterday we couldn't do that we got here so late that we just rambled into town and yeah. you and i were both like oh it's kind of weird to go to such a nice restaurant and look like i'm wearing lulu you know leggings she had and, yoga a pants. And, and a <laughs> yoga pants and a sweatshirt with a big smiley face yes and i had on sort of the same outfit luckily we both had makeup on because we yeah. had done our makeup in the morning right but it wasn't like going out for dinner makeup it was just yep. like i don't look like i'm dead it was i'm in the car with my friend makeup we literally said <laughs> to minimum. each other wow <laughs> i didn't think anybody else was gonna see us but you and i so anyway, anyway that's it that's in her will that's just of... know that kim will be looking good even on her deathbed well, did you know that um, the Statue of Liberty, Liberty wears a very large shoe? Does she? She has on a shoe? 
she's I didn't got, know that. I think she's got like sandals on. Oh yeah, she does have sandals on. Yes. Yeah, like like a Greek goddess mm-hmm. would wear. Yeah. Can you imagine what size it might be? Oh gosh. Well, I once held Shaquille O'Neal's tennis shoe in my hands, wow. and it was larger than like a. Uh, it it was. I can't describe how large it was. I don't even know what size it is. It's massive. So it was probably somewhere in the 20s, you know, like a size 29 or something like that. What well, size does she wear? She Lady Liberty wears a size 879 shoe. <laughs> so it's way bigger thing. than Shaquille Even O'Neal. Shaquille's. Yeah. Yeah. He And he's got a big foot. It's the biggest foot. It's no secret that the Statue of Liberty is a mighty monument. The copper section alone is 151 feet and one inch tall. Wow. But if Lady Liberty needed a new pair of sandals, it would take a size 879 shoe to cover her massive feet. <laughs> Just saying, you never know where you're going to need to know that. You don't. Good thing she's so tall or those feet would look gigantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, ketchup. Did you know? Ketchup. I love ketchup. Love it too. Was once sold as medicine. Ooh. The, that's also, so was cocaine. I mean, it's not. <laughs> well, it is medicine. Well, it's it makes you feel way better. For some, it's real medicine. The condiment of ketchup was prescribed and sold to people suffering with indigestion in 1834. So if you had a tummy ache, just put a little ketchup on that. I can't imagine. That seems counterintuitive to me. To put like an acidy. I know. Into an already hurting stomach. I don't know. Well, it didn't last long. We started putting on burgers soon after. I don't understand that. How did that happen? I don't know. It's kind of like the bubble wrap. Started out as. Listen, in 1832. Oh, yeah. Everything was trying to kill you. (laughs) True. Um, did you know that a lifeboat drill was canceled the morning of the Titanic? No. Where? Other than the fact that it hit an iceberg and sank, a lot went wrong during the Titanic tragedy. But one of the most jaw-dropping facts about the incident is that according to passenger Arthur Godfrey um, Punchen, Okay. Close I'll enough. just go with that. Yeah. Who later recalled that what what had happened during his testimony at congressional hearings in Washington, a routine a routine lifeboat drill was supposed to take place that morning of the disaster, but the crew never assembled and the drill was canceled. Oh my gosh. And for more than this disaster and oh never mind. Yep. For more on this disaster, log on to <laughs> 13 surprising artifacts found in the Titanic wreckage. So, so yes. was that someone that went down with the wreckage or is that, did you say his testimony? Yeah, his testimony. Oh, okay. He lived, he was one of the survivors. So, oh my gosh. Can you, I mean. Of all ill-fated things to not show up for the lifeboat. I don't know if that would have saved him anyway because there wasn't enough lifeboats for the people on the boat, on the ship, on the Titanic. And only the rich people got to use them anyway. That old lady with her big sapphire necklace she was on there i'm just saying (laughs) okay ostriches do you love a good ostrich i love animals and i think those are very peculiar yeah they're kind of fun Mm -hmm. their eye is bigger than their brain well that makes sense it says a lot about the ostrich their eye is bigger than their brain this is this could explain why the bird often runs around in circles when trying to escape predators they are one of the faster like earth running birds they're not a flight bird as much as they're a running bird mm-hmm. and they're one of the faster ones but because they're so stupid they'll just run in circles <laughs> so predator is coming up like licking its chops and it starts free the ostrich starts freaking out and just runs in a circle and then then you get a scooby snack 
and then you you know it starts to rain and they bare their head and they drown <laughs> and they drown and they drown so their eyes bigger than their brain well i have another if we're just going to stick with some animals for a second yeah um not only are did you know that not only are sea lions totally adorable they're, they're the cutest thing they really are they're unless like you're a, a boat owner or no. you live by them then no. they're really a, a menace but right. anyway but they're very musical what yes Aww. They are the only animal that can clap to the beat. No. Yes. They can? Yes. They can like slap a, slap along? Oh, yeah. Oh. That's so cute. How do, how does anyone know this? I think that they obviously know. I mean, SeaWorld has been around for a while. <laughs> I mean, circus animals, yeah. that, you know, they've been around the circus. I mean, those poor animals were captured and made to perform. Yeah. They're pretty smart. Yeah. And they have been around for a long time, just kind of you know clapping for their supper literally doing their thing you know that you can't ride elephants anymore Uh, there's a little zoo slash park uh kind of in our hood called prentice park Mm -hmm. it's at the santa ana zoo and they used to have an elephant there and you could my son rode an elephant for a birthday party yes no longer it's it's inhumane it's inhumane but you can wash an elephant you can give an elephant a bath well i think that's better anyway it would be fun huh totally to give an elephant a bath totally Okay, this is my last one. Okay. And I'm going to do this because, last, because everyone's going to try it. Did you know that you can't hum if you hu- if you hold your nose? Hold okay. your nose. Go ahead and hum. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You need to breathe in order to hum. It comes through, <laughs> it comes through your nose. <laughs> That's so funny. That's really funny. Well, this is a little bit of tidbit of information that really means not too much. But I thought it was kind of interesting because eBay is one of my favorite places to go and look for different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like to go on there. Usually can find a little bit of everything. But did you know that the first item ever sold on eBay was a broken laser pointer? A broken one? Yes. That was the first item. Buyer beware, as they say. Thankfully, buyer Mark Frazier was apparently aware of the fact that he was getting a broken laser pointer. When he purchased it for $14.83 from eBay's founder, Pierre Omondaire, in 1995. I'm assuming that means they did it just as a, oh, let's, let's try this and see if it works. Yeah, let's see if it works. I have another one for you okay, that I should me. have told you. Okay. <laughs> I like that eBay you, story, though. Because you are, you are um, a, you know, an English person. Okay. And I'm in 19... 19- geography person apparently (laughs) a history buff yeah right (laughs) although you know a lot about the rights orville and wilbur yeah in 1939 novel gatsby is the longest book ever published that doesn't contain the letter e back in 1939 american author ernest vincent wright published gatsby oh okay it's not the great gatsby Mm -mm. spell gatsby g-a-d-s-b-y oh okay okay a fifty thousand word novel that doesn't use the letter e once so the 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 word the never shows up in that novel what's more it's not the only novel that is ditched the letter author george peckett preck also wrote a french language book la disparation okay without the letter e in 1969 that's even more astounding when you consider that E is the most commonly used letter in English and French language. Did they do it on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> okay. When I read that, I just thought maybe you would know that because you're an English I've teacher. never heard of either of those books. Gadsby spelled with a G-A-D is not in anywhere in my knowledge at all. No. Because, okay. Wow. 
Well, thank you, Denise. I did not know. You didn't know. Now did, I know. Did you know this? Tell me. That chewing gum is banned in <laughs> Singapore? <laughs> Why? Because you're going to spit it on the street and it's litter? I don't know. But did you know that also that Oprah Winfrey hates chewing gum? Hates anybody around her chewing gum? I... You don't like Oprah. I'm no, just saying. I, I, she doesn't like chewing gum. Listen, I, Oprah and I may have more in common than I ever thought. You don't like chewing gum? People have a really hard time understanding their chewing in front of other people i know you you get you get in your own mind yeah. and you just come you start chomping along well yeah. along with having laws against spitting urinating in anywhere but in a toilet which you're legally obligated to flush it if you're in a public restroom in singapore singapore has also banned chewing gum in an effort to keep the city streets clean and orderly yeah the ban was established in 1992 mm -hmm. and in 2004 four exceptions were made for therapeutic, dental, and nicotine gums. Okay. So if you, you know. You can chew it, but you better not spit it out on the street in Singapore. Are they going to arrest you? They don't mess. They don't mess. They don't mess. And their streets are shinier than any other streets. Are they? It's supposed to be one of the cleanest cities in the world. I mean, we're in Las Vegas right now, so I'm guessing it's Singapore is probably leading the pack. Well, I would guess that on, I don't know, the scale of 1 to 10 here in Vegas. It's filthy. It's disgusting. It's we i the, the the phrase said more between the two of us today was <laughs> what's that smell <laughs> what's that smell <laughs> we said it countless <laughs> we rolled our windows down we rolled our windows up we we're moved. walking past people and we're like we moved ahead what is going on <laughs> it's yeah no it's not a clean place so i'm guessing singapore is really rocking it yeah they're really rocking it well i could go on and on about did you know but we'll save it for later okay all i know is that i learn something new every time i'm with you thank you denise me too glad we could have you here with us in las vegas thanks for joining us we are two average girls i'm ann police and i'm denise cooper we'll see you next time Episodes of Two Average Girls are free wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on the Two Average Girls main page so you never have to go searching for new episodes. Our editor is Aiden Bloomstein. Our social media producer is Samantha Stone. And original music for Two Average Girls is by Jason Freese.